0: Dink, dink. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope all of you are doing well. Uh, this week, and moving forward for the time being, it is just me. It is just Julian. Um, you know, This is the Jenna and Julian podcast. You're used to a big party at the beginning of us dinking it up and uh, high-fiving. Uh, but it, it's just me this weekend. Uh, Jenna will not be here. She is uh, not currently online, and uh, I will link uh, a short clip down below if you would like more info on that. Uh, but it's just me here today, so you and I we're gonna hang out just a little bit. All right. Um, yeah. So if you're if you're curious about uh, why it's just me here. Um, more info on that is in the link down below. It's a, it's a Twitch highlight. Um, it's from basically a week ago. Um, but I was trying to think about how, well, first of all, I was trying to think about how to do a solo podcast because, um, it's interesting. The dynamic is a bit interesting, right? Cause it's like, I'm used to having a back and forth with a person, Right. But then again, I stream a lot of the time and that's really just me talking to myself. Like I'm talking to you guys in chat, but at the same time, if you're like, if you're just from the outside looking and it's just one person talking to themselves. Um, so I figured I would kind of um, mix the two a little bit. Um, so I, I went to Discord or Discord and I got uh, some of you guys to send in some questions. And, um, if you wanted to m- get advice from me, I don't know why anyone would want that. Um, so I have a few different things that, uh, I guess I'm going to try to talk about with you guys based on some of your feedback. Uh, and we're just going to hang out for a little bit. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Postmates. You've heard us talk about Postmates a lot. as the greatest delivery app. If you would like food, Delivered to you and you don't want to go get it. Postmates is there. They got your back. All right. And they don't just deliver Pad Thai, despite what you may think based on listening and watching me (laughs) uh, talk about Pad Thai. They have all sorts of different foods that you might want delivered. Uh, They also have non-contact deliveries now offered. So you don't have to have any sort of personal human contact, physical, uh, and you can stay distant and they're very accommodating. So right now, download the Postmates app and use code JennaJulian for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days of using the app. Check it out. Also guys, MeUndies, changing the underwear game with softer than soft, sustainable undies and fun prints and three times softer than cotton. You know how much we love MeUndies, all right? So go to MeUndies.com m e u n d i e s. dot com slash Jenna Julian, fifteen percent off your first order, hundred percent satisfaction guarantee, and free shipping. Thank you to our sponsors. <clears throat> what do you think, Peach? She's asleep. By the way, you noticed when <laughs> it's just me and Peach here. There's there's no doggies clawing at my feet, Kermit. He's clawing at Something else downstairs. He's just. He's nasty wherever he is. Actually, Kermit today stepped on a bee. Oh, my God. He is hes a disaster child. Uh, I think someone said that in like a comments section. Or maybe it was our friend. Someone said Kermit was a disaster child. And it, it is it is ring so true just knowing him and seeing him on a daily basis. He's just like everything that could happen just happens to him. I like, it's, I don't know. He, he just has that about him. He So he stepped on a bee. Every, all the dogs were outside walking around. It was a hot day. And he just, he goes, ah, and we're like, oh God, what happened? And he runs over and he's like limping and his paws like a little red. Luckily he's not allergic to bees and we know the protocol for what happens. But boy, he's, he is truly just, <laughs> he is truly just something special. Uh, and I know he's not here right now and you haven't maybe seen him for a little bit, but he's doing well other than getting stung by a bee today. Um, so I mentioned earlier that I was going to use our discord. If you don't know what discord is, it's, it's an awesome community based server that, um, we have primarily that, uh, that I use for the stream, our Twitch stream. Um, I'll leave a link down below if you'd like to join, but there's a bunch of different chat rooms and, uh, channels. Where people can um, talk about stuff or submit pictures or whatever—it's it's, it's a very cool platform. Anyway, there's a podcast suggestion group that we have, and uh, a lot of you guys have been um, jumping in there with a lot of really really helpful suggestions on uh, you know things that I could do solo in the podcast. Because uh, for the time being, that's that's what's going to be—it's going to just be me on the podcast. So uh, I want to thank you guys, everyone who's participated in this um, awesome list of, of really good ideas. Uh, I, I'm going to be going through the discord on a regular basis now, trying to put together cool content that I could, uh, that I can make for you here. Um, just sitting and talking, I know it's, uh, like I said earlier, it's like you're used to two people. So to have one is, is a bit different, but at the same time, I do feel like the, um, I don't know. I think one of the special parts about a podcast is you sort of feel like you're just, you're listening in on a conversation, even if it's sort of like a stream of consciousness. I, I personally listen to a lot of solo podcasts. Um, and I, it's weird because I listen to them, but I also still don't know how to do them. Um, a lot of the stuff I listen to is actually much higher, like higher production. And there's a lot of people behind the scenes, even though it's just one person on the podcast. So I don't know. I do wanna give a, a special shout out to uh, someone in the Discord by the name of Cardiman, uh, who suggested for my solo podcast, I just play Jenga by myself so that it would be the Jenga and Julian podcast. Now, first of all, your brain, I love it. Um so thank you. But second of all, I actually I literally scoured our game closet. I was like, do we have Jenga? Come on, please. And we don't have it. We don't have Jenga. I would have done it. I literally would have done Jenga by myself, and it would have been the Jenga and Julian podcast. Um, maybe in the future, though. It also would be really fucking loud <laughs> when shit, like, fell down. But I never I never lose, so it would be fine. I I wouldn't... If I lost, it would only be to me, all right? So... We don't have to worry about it. I also saw a lot of you guys, uh, suggesting that I have guests on, um, obviously in current conditions that would probably be, probably be, uh, virtual, like on, on voice chat or FaceTime or something like that, which, which I'm totally down for. Um, and you also suggested calling ThinkFam and talking to you guys. And I think, both of those are good ideas and, um, I'd be down to explore them. I just might need a little more time to prep doing something like that. So I hope you understand that the first podcast by myself, it's not just this crazy high production solo show here. Um, I'm just kind of making do with what I got. Um, but I, I really wanted to, you know, just kind of talk directly to you guys, kind of how I would on a Twitch stream, except this is a little less instant. Uh, I wanted to read some of your questions and maybe some of what you want advice on and see if I could just kind of talk you through some of it, or even just like listening to me. Um, I don't know, work it through in my brain might help you a little bit, even if I don't even know what I'm talking about. So that's kind of what I want to do. Um, so I'll just go down. I found a few questions and stuff so i'll just uh i'll just start uh pandora's foxes says question excuse you uh question what have been your pros and cons of working a non-traditional non nine to five career what would you do differently if you had the chance super stoked for the podcast so um first of all i haven't read these i'm just going to kind of go through it and like process and respond live because i kind of feel like that's how i just want to do them um You know, it's kind of interesting because I never really saw myself uh, doing nine to five as like a permanent kind of life solution for a career. Uh, I've done nine to five. Absolutely. I've spent um, most of the years in college doing nine to five, whether it was uh, jobs or internships. And shortly after college, I was doing radio production for a while and that was nine to five. Um, but yeah, like even when I was like in high school and college and just like thinking about what I wanted to do, I never envisioned it being some sort of kind of regular job, so to speak, like quote unquote. Um, I think the pros and cons we've definitely talked about, I've definitely talked about, but you know, I think one of the pros and cons is that you're your own boss. Uh, and I say pros and cons because it's hard to self-motivate. It's hard to stay on yourself and uh, set a schedule and stick to it and enforce rules and you know meet standards and really take a, a critical look at what you're putting out into the world, um, whatever that may be, even if it's completely not at all like what I do. Um, it's just it's a difficult thing to learn how to be your own boss. And with that said, there's something really empowering about going through that process of learning to be your own boss. You develop a lot of different, I think, professional skills, like work skills, but you also, it kind of develops your personality into, uh, at least for me, it feels like a more mentally focused one. Uh, And I think it it's it's one of those things that just takes a lot a lot of time and a lot of repetition and a lot of trial and error like it's a little bit trial by fire um i was lucky to have probably the world's greatest mentor in this whole kind of internet path that i've taken but at the same time you you do just learn from doing it um so i would say i would definitely feel like the pros outweigh the cons there obviously otherwise i wouldn't be doing what i'm doing um and I guess kind of relating the question to what we're all going through right now with COVID is like, you know, everyone's, most everyone is, is uh, moving to doing work from home now, provided you can and have the ability to. And I feel like a lot of people are sort of going through that process now uh, involuntarily of like how to be your own boss and how to be productive at home when there's many distractions or the world is on fire and you just whatever, and your boss isn't there to tell you what to do. Like, uh, I think a lot of people are also going through a similar situation. Just it's, it's kind of brought on by a much different climate, but would I do something differently if I had the chance? I don't think so. I mean, I think what has led me to here, um, has been a lot of learning and I don't think that there are a ton of jobs out there that people, I mean, maybe there are, but the way I see it is like based on like my personal experiences with friends and people I know and people who have nine to five jobs and I talk to and family and stuff like that. um, I don't often hear people talk about like nine to five jobs and like cookie cutter jobs being something that you like look back on and reflect on and learning a lot from. It's sort of oftentimes, and I hope I'm not like being offensive here, but like oftentimes are, are means to an end, right? Like you take a job to pay the bills and you have your eye on something past it. And maybe while you're there, you have a different idea and you go this way and you're at a different nine to five. But like for me, looking back at my time, being my own boss and working online and being in non-traditional work is like, I really do feel like I've learned a lot and I feel like it's turned me into a better worker. So that in my future endeavors, I've kind of developed a skill set that I never thought I would ever develop. And I I don't think it's there's a lot of ways to like plan out that you're gonna try to do that. It just it just sort of happens and you either go with it or you don't. And I decided to kinda go with it. That was a super long-winded response, and I am sorry for that. <clears throat> did you ever live on your own? If you did, what are some things you did to keep yourself company? Live on my own. Um Yes. No, no. I, I'm really good at this. You guys. Uh, no, technically I never lived by myself alone. Um, what I did was for most of my college years, I lived with roommates and, um, as many of you, probably a lot of you guys know when you live with roommates, especially in like college years or even after college or whatever, uh, it's very possible that you just don't really see a lot of your roommate mm, because of their job and their schedule being different than yours. And I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of situations out there where people are sick as fuck of their roommates. And they're like, can you get out of the house, my guy? But for me, I really, um, I did have a lot of alone time in those years when I was living with roommates. Um, and you know, I don't know. I mean, how do you cope with being alone? It's, it's, it's hard, you know, I think you find, I think it's important that you have things that can take up, like they fit kind of two criteria. One, they can take up time, right? Things that you can sink time into, uh, gaming, reading, something physical, um, exercise, yeah, exercise, like something physical or, you know, hobbies, things that you are, there are tangible activities that you have to, you know, it's not just watching TV, right? Like it's, these are hobbies that you have to kind of apply yourself. So you're, you're at least mentally occupied while you do them. For me, that was really important. Uh, when I lived alone, um, I was really into working out in my college years. I was really into, I did a little bit of cycling, which was really fun. I could kind of like be independent. I didn't have a car. So I would like, I would cycle around my college town. Um, I did a little bit of jujitsu and then, you know, I also really started to fall in love with like radio production, which, which was turned out to be kind of a hobby of mine, which ended up being sort of a job. Um, but I would definitely think that like, you, you really just got to do your best at finding those things that take up time. And when those kind of work in tandem with your like relaxation time and your like Netflix time and your chill me time. Like it's kind of, it's, I sort I sort of feel like they work together really well. Uh, because on one hand, you have your comfort zone where you're able to watch your shows and eat your favorite snacks and listen to your favorite music and talk to your friends online. And, and then you, on the other hand, you have something that you're trying to work towards getting better at. And both of them take up time and both of them only require you most times, maybe some partners in whatever other activity you're doing or, stuff like that. But I think balancing those two things can be really helpful with, with feeling lonely. Uh, and also, you know, not to put pressure on yourself that you need to be social. I, I felt so much of that pressure growing up and especially in college, cause I was definitely the most isolated in my life in college there. I just really didn't fit in with a lot of people at my school and I spent a lot of time alone. Um, and I, I think learning and telling yourself over and over that that's okay like that's not a bad thing I think that's an important a reminder an important reminder for you to not feel like you're doing the wrong thing or you need friends to be successful or anything like that you know what I mean like it's it's definitely hard but um I don't know being alone can be cool thank you abs by the way for that question All right, Uh, Sachi Ray says, uh, I've been struggling to find motivation to create art after two years of being forced to do art in college that I didn't feel anything with. It's been almost a year of me avoiding art and it still sometimes makes me feel sick when I think about trying. Do you have any advice on how to remove that bitterness of a tutor picking apart work and gaining my love of the hobby back? Motivation can be hella dumb sometimes. Sachi, um, thank you for your message and uh i i i hear that man like that's it's always it's always like a weird situation when you when there's something that you like or that you love or that you find pleasure in in life ends up in a scenario that makes you not like it anymore like that that sucks man um that really sucks cuz it, it's pretty clear that you're a passionate artist but you had this experience where you were forced to do it and it sounds like people you know people like tutors were picking apart your work and making you feel like it wasn't good and that sort of deterred you from the activity altogether and i that's that's really shitty and i am sorry that happened my i guess my advice for like getting back into it and feeling like it can be a positive outlet again you know i think i think it's one of those things where you have to I think you have to really try to separate the, other, the the outside world from your your favorite thing to do, right? Or one of your favorite things to do, your hobby. So in this scenario where you were in an art class and you felt like doing art and getting, you know, picked apart for it, not being right or the the good result that they were looking for and you were left to feel a certain way that they didn't really address, if you sort of... Put a line between your art and your activity and then the outside world on the other side. And on the other side is social media, uh, friends and family, um, thinking about past experiences, doing that same activity, really just try to focus in on, you know, just isolating it. It is, it is drawing, it is painting, it is sculpting, right? Turn on some of your favorite music, really just remind yourself over and over, this is, this is mine. This is for me. Like you're doing it for yourself. No one ever needs to see it and think about the process of doing it as therapy, right? Like you have your music on, open up a window, get a nice breeze going and just Try to, let, try to let yourself go. Try to let yourself kind of just fall into it for a short amount of time. It doesn't need to be, you don't need to hold yourself accountable for like, oh, I got to really hit it hard every day and do this. If you're trying to fall back in love with, with art, take baby steps and really just focus on the relationship between you and the art, not your art and the rest of the world. Because I feel like, unfortunately, like your scenario that you described, it's so toxic to have other people jump in between you and your passions and make you despise each other like that's that is frustrating and i i totally i totally agree motivation can be super fucking tough sometimes man i mean even if it's like even if it's something that you know you like doing like motivation is hard because because you're an ever-changing person and life always has variables and the weather changes and it's just life is life is hard so i i I hope that you can, uh, Sachi, I hope that you can find a way to kind of fall back in love with art. Speaking of art, undies has some really cool artwork on their undies. I don't know if you've seen it. They do have their plain single color undies for you, okay? If you're not, you know, into craziness and you don't want flair, they have your plain colors, but they also have really, really cool new prints all the time oftentimes from really talented cool artists they do really cool collab stuff you got to check it out go to me undies right now meundies.com slash jenna julian excuse me and before uh you decide you want to you know just jump into it and buy your first pair just look around they have so many different items they have underwear they have bralettes they have onesies we are big fans of their onesies Uh, And the coolest part is it really never gets old. They're constantly putting out new designs and colors and fun things for you to wear, especially while you're at home. Onesies are the fucking quarantine outfit, baby. Do it to them. Go to meundies.com slash Jenna Julian. Get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. They also have a Me Undies membership, which gives you uh, new pairs sent to your door on a regular basis. All right, and they give you site wide site wide savings uh, on a a slew of different other products. So check it out. Click the link down below. Also, guys, Postmates. If you don't feel like going out into the world, Postmates is there for you right now and always to bring you your favorite foods. Okay, I admittedly have been using it quite a bit lately. Uh, It is very helpful. It is also a really good way to support local restaurants in your neighborhood uh, that you would love to support, both because you like their food and you know that times are tough right now and you want them to have your business. Postmates allows you to help uh, to help them out. So uh, check it out. Download the Postmates app on iOS or Android. Browse around. Look look what's in your area. Just search, swipe, look around, check out the menus. They have really beautiful food pics on there. And then just order and then it'll be brought right to you. Whether you you know you're home or you're working or whatever it is, they will bring you your food. And uh, right now, if you download the app and enter code Jenna Julian, you get a hundred dollars of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, Postmate it. Thank you again to our sponsors for uh, supporting us and being good peeps. huh how do you get motivation when life has been canceled anticipation and planned travel family and friend events are on endless hold it seems like there's nothing to be motivated for forget 20 thank you for your um participation here man what a question you know i feel like that's something we can all relate to right now and um Some days it is very, very hard. It it feels like, you know, it sort of feels to me like with the pandemic going on and everyone's life coming to a weird, slow crawl, uh, it sort of feels like the first time in my life and people around me's life that I'm facing something that I 1000% never ever prepared for. Right? Like there are certain things I feel like that you go through in life, changes and transitions and different events, good, bad, uh that you might that you might struggle through and you you probably have gone through hardships and things like that. But this really feels like an event that there there has been no preparation. There has been no sort of coaching on how to go through something like this. You know, like you you when you grow up, you learn. You talk to your friends. Your parents give you the birds and the bees. Like you learn about different things that might happen in your life and how to go through them. Even if those things, even if those the way you learn them or the people who teach you or talk to you aren't helpful, you've at least kind of gone through something where it's like at least we talked about. It. At least I knew this was a possibility. This feels like it wasn't even anywhere in the manual. It's just happening and it's so insanely intense and serious and relentless. I first of all, I want you to know that like you're not alone. So many people right now are feeling this way and everyone's going through it. Everyone's trying to like figure it out how how to deal with it, how to move forward, how to feel normal how to be productive, you know, um, what I would say is, you know, try to think back on, I know this sounds sad, but like try to think back on memories of traveling and look at pictures and, and maybe think about in the future, like not, not tomorrow or not next month, but like the future where you might want to go. And, um, you know, it's, it's also another one of those things where you really are kind of forced to like think about times when you took things for granted. I don't ever remember thinking to myself before this, this year, man, I was, I don't know what I, you know, I, aside from like an injury or something, man, I don't know how I could ever be so grateful for the fact that I get to train jujitsu every day. Or I, man, I flew to visit my friend this weekend and it, man, I'm so lucky that I could do that. I mean, obviously you have gratitude, right? And if you can go places and do things, you have gratitude. But being able to do it, being physically able to do those things, I I definitely didn't find myself um, during those moments really being thankful. And now looking back, I'm like, fuck, that was dope that I could do that. And I definitely can't right now. Um, There's a lot of things that everyone's being stripped from in their life. And a lot of those things that you're losing have have really important roles in your life they sort of define you they have uh, they're part of your like personality makeup and when they're gone it's it's a struggle um it's hard I don't know forget I really wish I had an answer for you I just think that like you know really focusing on hobbies at home you know focus on your communication with your family and friends you know that's an important thing a lot of people are, It's like one of the silver linings is a lot of people I feel like are FaceTiming and talking to their family and friends a lot more right now because everyone's at home and there's time and stuff like that, you know, and really just thinking about the times when you could do those things and know that they will come again, you know, in one way or another, they will come again. So it's tough though. I, uh, I hear you. Uh, Alana Rochelle says, do you have any suggestions for how I can stop defining my self-worth by my academic achievements? Oh, boy. First of all, um, I think, I think, uh, I don't know what, you know, what stage in your education you are, but I'm assuming either high school or college. Uh, I will, I think using high school as, as sort of an analogy for like education in general is kind of good. Like looking back on my high school experience, like there were a lot of, you know, I played baseball. I loved playing baseball. I loved the friends I made playing baseball and I think it shaped me as a person. That was one of the huge positive things about high school. And looking back, I'm so glad for it because I think without baseball, I would have, just truly despised high school. I didn't love high school, but I think it would have really fucking sucked without baseball. Anyway, tangent. Um, my point is, looking back on high school, I do remember uh, being in my high school aged head and what things looked like to me and how I thought about the world and how fucking important every little thing <laughs> that went on in my high school was to me. It was like, everything's so important. uh you know, social things with friend groups and um, doing well in class and getting into college and playing well on ba- on my baseball team and getting recruited to play at college and finding a girlfriend, like the things that you go through in, in high school, when you're there, I just remember it being so goddamn intense. Everything is such a big deal. And then you graduate and a little time passes and you look back and you're like, why, why did we care so much? It doesn't even matter. Like none of that mattered. Like it mattered in a sense that it was a stage of your life and you, know, you're a developing teenage person and you know, it's important to get educated and go through that experience. But like in the grand scheme of life, a lot of it was just so, so small. And you don't really see that until you're out of it. Like you get out of high school and you're like, wow, why did I care so much? None of that really is even a big deal. And you start to think about the people that maybe gave you shit or the people that really made your life hell or whatever, or even like, uh, the people who had, you know, who were the studs and had like the great high school experiences and they were the prom king and queens. And you're like, that wasn't even that cool. Like Where did that, what, like, where did that bring them to right now? It was just an isolated thing that happened in a stretch of years that when you're done, everyone's done. Everyone moves on. Everyone goes into, you know, different, different things. And, um, I think, I think thinking of it like that might help you. I don't know that it will though. You know, I know that like the stakes are higher after high school, like college and grad school and getting any sort of degree that you might be chasing, like Things are important, so I'm I'm really not trying to minimize that. I want you to understand that whatever education uh, and academic achievements you're referring to, I'm sure are very important. And I'm it's probably a good thing that you are leaning on the side of defining yourself by them, uh, in the sense that you care about them. Obviously, you're way more than that, though. You are not your academic achievements. That is just a small part of you. You are Alana you have friends, you have family, I don't know, you might have a pet, Uh, you might have (laughs) a laptop where you play Minecraft, you might have a favorite restaurant, you might have a hidden talent. You know what I mean? Like there's so much that makes you up, that makes you probably a wonderful person and academics are just a piece of that. And so thinking of it like that, you know, your makeup is just a whole mix of things, right? And one of those things is academia, but it's only one of those things. It's not the whole thing. It doesn't comprise you as a whole. Um, try to remember that, I guess, and looking at it from that angle. Again, really want to reiterate that I'm not minimizing how important education is and how stressful and and um, you know huge it feels while you're in it. It's uh it's definitely intense and I applaud you for um getting educated for sure. <clears throat> I-, I hope I'm doing okay, by the way. I don't know. I don't know if I'm doing well. I kind of I'm kind of just like going. Um <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's no there's no instant feedback, so I'm just like, oh I don't know. Is this good or bad? That's the one thing about Twitch where I feel like if I'm if I'm <laughs> if I'm off, I'm gonna get yelled at right away. So it's like I know. Please don't yell at me. Uh, Lessie says advice on coping with a friend or loved one passing away, especially if it's sudden and unexpected or even self-inflicted. On a less heavy note, okay, I'll get to that in a sec. So, um, the losing people, losing loved ones, is very, very difficult. Um, I've had to go through it many more times than I really ever thought I would by the time I'm 28. And, uh, there's, it's hard to give advice on something like this because I don't even think I know how to deal with it. You know, I just really am feel, I feel blessed that I have someone who is my person in there for me. And, uh, you have a loving family uh, that can support you and friends that can support you and be there for you. Um, because going through loss alone, I imagine, is just just awful and just the worst thing ever. And I don't wish it upon anyone ever. Um, so I, I think as much as it might be hard at the beginning, you know, you have to take your time to really kind of process it, but find people in your life that really care about you. Find friends that are actually there for you that really want you to be okay uh that, that you can lean on. And don't feel like you have to go through it alone. Um it's tough, man. It's tough. Especially when it's sudden, especially when it's especially when it's suicide. It's it's very tough. And I've gone through that. And um just know that with time life gets a little bit easier because it really does feel like the whole world is crumbling when something like that happens and nothing really matters and you're just so sad and you don't care about things and you're crying and it's it's a lot you know in time the memories of that person and the good times and the happiness that they once brought you will become this the centerpiece of of their memory right like when you think of them you know you're always going to be sad that they're not there anymore that's something that i don't think ever goes away but over time i think the the good memories of them and the the happy times that you had will will be quicker to come to your brain when you think about them it does get you know i i um i went through something like this and i think a lot of you know that uh and every year i visit uh, you know, I visit them um, at the cemetery and, uh, you know, the first year we did it, it, was really hard, really, really hard. And then the second year, you know, it's it just gets easier and you start to think about the good times and you start to laugh and, and remember funny things and, you know, it's just part of life. I don't know. it's It's hard. I feel like I'm kind of talking in circles here, but I hope there was something that I said that could have provided any sort of help to you. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss and, um, uh, I hope that, yeah, you start to feel better. Um, let me see. What else do we have here? I think we could do like one more. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I really wish I had Jenga. That would be, <laughs> that would be pretty incredible. It would be loud though. You wouldn't want that. You would hate it. <laughs> How do you find? It? Um I want to I want to pick one more and I want to I want to I kind of want to find something like that I haven't touched on. I don't want to like repeat myself a bunch. Someone roasted me in here. You were t- like, you guys were talking about how I was going to do solo on the podcast, and someone said, Enigma said, uh, he worked at a radio station, uh, before he did YouTube. He'll knock it out of the park. No wait. He's a catcher, implying that catchers can't hit. <laughs> Fucking getting bodied in here, dude. What the hell? Um, <laughs> I'll just read some more of these. Azura says, Julian reads the sponsors, then sits and stares deeply into the camera for 30 minutes. Suddenly the camera begins to zoom in on his face. He remains still. The Aries energy builds in intensity, boiling behind his eyes, and he lets out an ep ep, and the show ends. (laughs) I should have done that. That would have been good. Get food delivered and pretend I'm Guy Fieri. There's a lot of good ideas in here. Oh, I, I i'll uh, i'll also check out maybe the comment section here on um, on this podcast but i encourage you if you you know if you want join our discord and you can partake in um, in responding with um ideas or suggestions or even just hang out with other people and chat we actually last night I just made a brand new channel called uh, tattoos where you just go in there and talk about your tattoos and share pictures and you're like oh cool tattoo me too cool so that's kind of what Discord is like. Someone else said I should interview the dogs. Uh, I kind of feel like listening to that might be an issue. Uh, Peach, you want to get interviewed? Come here, baby. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Okay. Sleepy, sleepy, sleepy girl. Would you like to be interviewed? Okay, Peach. Have you or have you not been caught stealing my credit card to order doggy treats for yourself off Amazon? Oh, nothing. All right. Pleading the fifth. Bold strategy on the opening question. Why is your brother so nasty and why are you not the same amount of nasty? Okay, that's a good answer. interesting All right well, thank you for being interviewed thank you for being my guest on the show <laughs> um yeah, I don't know um I do hope that uh if you are a you know a frequent listener listener or viewer of the Jenna Julian podcast that you um I don't know. You could be at least minorly entertained by just me being here. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I'm going to try to develop some cool ideas and uh, things that I could do for upcoming episodes, both with guests and how to have people on uh, and also interacting more with you. Cause I feel like um, the more interactive, the better, honestly. I think that would make me feel like selfishly feel a little less crazy, just like speaking to myself for an hour. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I thank you guys for hanging out and, um, supporting, uh, the podcast, even though there's been a, some changes and things are changing and everything's going to be okay. And, um, I hope all of you are safe and well and have friends and have me time and treat yourself and all the good things. Make sure you're doing some good self care. Uh, it is important, so important now more than ever. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm very appreciative of the Ding fam, and you guys are uh, amazing. So thank you so much for for hanging. I'll see you next week for another Julian cast, and I'm gonna um, maybe have something worked up my sleeve. Maybe I'll just be playing Jenga. Who knows? We'll see. Only time can tell. But I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Uh, be safe, be good, and uh, I'll see you. I'll see you on the next one. Bye.